Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The Vampire Strikes Back. Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL with me, Harriet Minter, Emma Sexton and Natalie Campbell. Now, before the break, I mentioned this new stat that has come out, which shows that self-harm by children aged three to nine in England has increased by 27%. Hospital admissions for self-harm increased by 27%. I just think that stat is absolutely shocking. Um, But on the phone now, telling us a little bit more about it, we've got Natasha Devon, MBE, author and mental health campaigner. Hi, Natasha. Hi. This is just truly shocking to me. Children aged three to nine. How, uh, why is this a problem? Where is it coming from? It is shocking. Um, I think that the first thing to do is to demystify self-harm. You know, self-harm mm-hmm. is defined by psychologists as anything that you do that harms you either physically or psychologically, but gives you temporary respite from difficult feelings. So technically, if you've ever drunk alcohol to take the edge off or had a cigarette or eaten something that's really high in fat and sugar because you were stressed out, you've self-harmed. People automatically think of cutting, and and cutting is at the the kind of sharp end of of that spectrum of behaviours, but it's something that all human beings do. So if we're seeing this dramatic increase in self-harm amongst children, the conclusion that we have to reach is there's something about the environment that children inhabit which is making them really distressed because they need a coping mechanism for these difficult feelings and one of the things I think definitely are the changes to the education system since 2010. Matt. Sorry Natasha I just needed to be clear here because I was going to be very flippant and say well that's me sort of Monday through Friday if we're talking about having a glass of wine to take the edge off Mm. but so how is this different in children? What are they doing uh, that is being recognized as self-harm? Well, the the commonest um, thing that young people are hospitalized with is actually self-poisoning, and that often mm-hmm. manifests in kind of uh, drinking of household cleaners and things like that. Yeah. And it- and it's far more common amongst girls than boys. Um, the commonest form of self-harm across the board is, is cutting. And there's also um, a phenomenon that is it's acknowledged sort of in the mental health community, but it wouldn't necessarily be registered of boys getting into fights that they know they can't win because it's a socially acceptable way of hurting yourself. And mm. if they are injured to the extent that they require hospitalization, that's not logged as an incident of self-harm uh, because obviously it's not obviously self-harm, but that was the intention with which it was done. 
you said this you think this sort of somehow goes back to the education system and what we're teaching young people today can you explain a little bit more about that well, since 2010, um, there's been not only uh, much more pressure put on teachers, um, so 70% of teachers have taken time off in the past year for a physical or mental health problem that they attribute directly to the stress of their job. So children exist in an environment in school where a lot of the adults around them are highly stressed, and, and that, of course, is going to filter down. But we've also seen much more rigorous testing of children younger and younger, more examinations being introduced, and all also the defunding and devaluation of subjects which we know are beneficial to mental health and so that's sport, art, music, drama. The average state school secondary child only does one hour of physical education per week which is nowhere near enough. So you put all of those things together and what you have is a school environment which is actually attacking mental health. Um, and the problem is, of course, that people say schools should prepare you for life and that life is stressful, but children's brains are still developing. So you can't take an adult amount of stress and apply it to a child's brain because there's a very fine line in the developmental stages between stress and trauma. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with you at all, but what about the role of the family? So children are in school for a large portion of their day, but mm. what about the family environment? And what can families do to, A, see the signs of this, but also support with mental health? Because we, we can't put everything on the education system. I completely agree. Um, I think increasingly teachers are being expected to parent children. And again, I, I think that that's because parents are so time poor. You know, there's a lot of families out there who are very stretched. They're having to work long hours. There isn't time um, to devote to these kind of rec recreational activities. Um, I, I would say for, for parents, um, the hardest thing to acknowledge if your child has a mental health problem is that you can't fix it for them. You could be the most singularly qualified psychotherapist the world has ever seen. You can't practice on your children because it's a conflict of interest. But that doesn't mean that you can't be incredibly valuable because what we know is beneficial to anybody who has a mental health issue is connection. If you make somebody feel genuinely valued and understood and loved, and that involves giving them time and, and connection, as I said, then what you're actually doing is controlling their dopamine secretion. And dopamine in the right concentrations is what produces health in the brain. Mm -hmm. So what I encourage parents to do is to try and carve out a short amount of time every day where they're asking their children open questions, so questions that don't have a yes or no answer, so they keep that door of communication open and they know that they can come to them for those moments of connection that they need. Emma. Natasha, uh, this is really kind of, uh, this has been really insightful, this conversation. I just want to know what uh, you would like to see change or what do you think could be done to, to start to improve these, these numbers and improve these children's mental health? Well, we know so much more about the needs of developing brains and about what produces uh, health in the brain than we did 100 years ago. So uh, we need to acknowledge, I think, that mental health issues are nowhere near as individualized as they're often portrayed and that this is about society, culture and our environment. And as old adults, I think we need to work to create an environment which is mental health conducive. Um, and that would involve redesigning uh, the way that schools run, um, listening to people like educational psychologists who actually have knowledge and expertise in this area, um, and also giving parents some guidance. You know, I was very encouraged to see in the Times yesterday that the government are thinking of issuing official guidelines on the maximum amount of screen time children should have per day, because that's incredible 
incredibly important in terms of mental health, but parents just didn't have access to that information before. So we need to give parents more support so that they know what they should be doing. And if there are parents listening to this and they're thinking they want to learn more, they need some more information, are there any kind of resources that you would recommend, something they should go and look at? Uh, yes. So um, if you go to my website, which is natashadevan.com, I've collated various different um, organizations that I've worked with, and I believe them to have a good ethos that provide free resources, information and advice for teachers and parents. Um, so it, yeah, if they go to natashadevan.com, it's all there. Natasha, thank you so much. It's sort of on the one hand fascinating, and on the other hand, absolutely terrifying. But thank you so much for talking us through it. And You're I hope very this welcome. is the start of a conversation where things get better. Um, if you have been affected by these issues or if you just want to talk to us about it, we would love to would love to hear from you. Um, perhaps you've got some experience and you think there's some wisdom you'd like to share. I'm sure people would love to hear that. Do give us a call 0344 499 or if you want, you can text us, text TALK and your message to 87222. It's 25p plus standard message rate. Or, of course, tweet us at Badass Women's Hour HR or at TALK Radio. We pick up both of them. Um, coming up, we have got, we've still got more, still more to come. We've, got, of course, got our badass balls ups. Your problems, our answers. If you've got a problem that you want to share with us, please do feel free to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and also, we are going to be looking at, DNA. In fact, Emma and Nat are going to be exploring their own DNA. Science experiment. What have they learnt? What is going on inside them? I don't know, but apparently science does. All of that is coming up here on Talk Radio. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.